just a few nights ago, these two teams met for the second time in the 2022-2023 NHL season. And once again, only this time barely, the Pittsburgh Penguins defeat the Tampa Bay Lightning. And we're breaking it all down right after this drop right now on Penguins postgame right after this drop. I am your host, Scott McGregor, and it's time for this show to take flight. The Pittsburgh Penguins are recapped here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. And now, we welcome you into Penguins Postgame with your host, Scott McGregor. Ladies and gentlemen, Elvis has just left the building. Let's get you back into the studio now with Scott to take us into Penguins Postgame. It's the Pens and the Bolts tonight in Tampa Bay. The Pens and the Bolts. And these two teams looked pretty different. But tomorrow is the NHL trade deadline. I'll talk a little bit more about that in a little bit. But the teams looked kind of different, including one of the lineup changes that the Penguins had tonight, as they did not play the same lineup they had a night ago when these two teams last met, basically on Sunday, February the 20th. The 25th, I do believe that was. Let me just double check here on my calendar to make sure I have that correct. When did the teams last meet? I know it was in February. That was that was just last Sunday, actually. So, yeah, Sunday was the last time these two teams met. But they also met back in Pittsburgh back in October on the 15th, where the Penguins would take down the Lightning with a 6-2 to victory. And then they put on a clinic on Sunday, February 26th, 2023 in the new year 
they score five goals in a span of four minutes and 27 seconds to defeat the Lightning on Sunday, seven to three. And guess what? Tonight, it wasn't exactly that story, but just like the second period from Sunday, the Penguins were down, but they were not out. They would score three goals in the second period. And then they almost had the game winning goal at four to three, but two quick goals by the Lightning. And we are headed to overtime. And then a man who we are going to talk about in our scoring summary in just a second gets the game winner in overtime. All righty. I feel like we've talked about it a little bit much. Let's get into it, starting with the starting lineups. And I have them on my document here. So, again, the head coaches of these two teams, for the Tampa Bay Lightning, it's John Cooper. And it's Mike Sullivan for the Penguins. And Mike Sullivan had these lines line up. We'll start with the offensive lines for each squad. For the Penguins, their left wingers, all four lines would be Jake Genso on line one. Jason Zucker, line two. And guess what? We called up somebody for line four, number 18, Drake Cagulera. Cagulera. And remember that guy we faced just two nights ago? Just two nights ago, Tuesday night? In Nashville? Guess what? Because of the trade with Teddy Bluger, he has come to Pittsburgh. Mikel Grenlin has come to Pittsburgh, and he was on the third line starting tonight. The centermen were Sidney Crosby on line one, number 87, number 71. Evgeny Malkin at center on line two. Line number three, Jeff Carter, number 77. And number 10, Drew O'Connor was your final centerman for Mike Sullivan's Penguins. The right wingers for the Penguins, number 67, Ricard Raquel, number 17, Brian Russ, the Rusty Razor. Number 43, Danton Heinen. And number 15, Josh Archibald. Danton Heinen on line three. Ryan Rust on line two. Josh Archibald would be your final line on the right side. To the defensive pairings in just a moment and the between the pipes in just a moment as we continue here on our opening segment. 
But for the Lightning, they would counter with Braden Point, number 21, at center against Crosby. Nikita Kujarov would play, and he is number 86. He would play the line against, he would play on the right wing side against Ricard Raquel. And facing Jake Gensel, number 38, Brandon Hagel. Steven Stamkos would be the man to Jason Zucker on the left side and on line two, number 91. Number 71, Anthony Sorelli would face off against Evgeny Malkin. And number 17, Alex Kilhorn will would be on Brian Rust is right on line two. Ross Colton would be Danton Heinen's assignment on the right side on line three, number 79. Number 20, Nicholas Paul would center number 77 of the Pittsburgh Penguins, Jeff Carter. And centering the newest addition to the Penguins, Mikhail Grandlin, it would be Tanner Jernot, number 84, on the third line. Center on the on the left side, on the fourth on the fourth line, Pat Maroon, number 14, left winging against Drake Cagulera. Centering Drew O'Connor, Pierre Eduardo Belmar, and on the right side of jo- Josh Archibald. His assignment was number 10, Corey Perry. For the Penguins, the defensive pairings would be number 28, Marcus Pedersen, paired with number 26, Jeff Petrie. Lion defense number two for the Penguins would be the pairing of number eight, Ryan Dumoulin. Number, and number 58, Chris Letang. And the third lion pairing defensively for the Penguins would be number 73, Pierre Oliver Joseph, and number 44, Jan Ruda. Meanwhile, the defensive pairing for Tampa Bay, it is, first of all, this one's not too much of a shock for me. Victor Hedman, number 77, is on the left. On the right, it's number 43, Darren Radish. Sorry if I sorry if I pronounced the last name, Darren, wrong. Mikhail Sergachev, number 98, is your left defensor, defenseman on line two, and he is paired with Nick Herbix, number 48, on the right. Number 81, Eric Cernak is on the right on line three's defense. And Ian Cole, the former Penguin, number 28, is on the left. Between the pipes tonight for the Tampa Bay Lightning was number 88, Andre Vasvileski. And he would be backed up by number one, Brian Elliott. 
in goal for the Penguins. Number 35, Tristan Jari. Backed up by number one, Casey DeSmith. And that's how it all broke down tonight in terms of the lineups. The scratches we're going to get to in just a few minutes, probably in our middle segment, but it's time now for the recap. The moment pretty much we've all been waiting for, the scoring summary. Here we go. Here we go, everybody. The scoring summary. It's time for the scoring summary. So, a man we just mentioned earlier, Ross Colton, would score the game's first goal at 5.39 in the first period. And this would be Colton's 14th goal of the season, Tanner jo- Penner Janot. Tanner Janot was getting his 10th assist of the season. Apologizing to you guys if I pronounced any names wrong. And Mikhail Sergachev scoring assist number 30. For number 34 on the year for him. Again, the goal at 539 in the first period. After 20 minutes, it is the Lightning up one zip. Lightning one, Penguins zero. Sounds familiar, right? Guess what? In the second period, it was the Penguins' turn, but not so fast. We'll get to not so fast in just a second, but Jeff Petrie, goal number four on the year for him, ties this game at one apiece with Sidney Crosby, your captain of the Penguins, notching assist. Number 46 of the season at 6.06 in the second period. We are tied. Pens one, Lightning one. Then Jeff Petrie gets a pass from Jeff Carter. And scores again. This time it's number five on the year for him. Number five and number four. Just a few seconds later. So number five just a few seconds later. But number four to tie this game. At one goal apiece. Jeff Petrie. Getting his fourth at 6.06. And then his fifth at 6.31 in the second period. And just like that, the Pens have the lead. Two to one. 
but not so fast, says Braden Point. He scores goal number 38 of the season for him and ties this game with Alex Kilhorn getting assist number 29 on the year. And Mikhail Sergachev getting assist number 35 on the year. Oh, and just to double check on the Jeff Petrie goal, his fifth goal of the season, it was assisted by Jeff Carter, number 13 on the season for Jeff Carter, and number 12 for Danton Heinen of the season. Braden's goal would come up on the power play. And the Bolts have tied it at two apiece. Bolts two, Pens two. Again, Alex Kilorn, 29th assist of the season. 29th assist of the season for him. Mikhail Sergachev notching assist number 35 on the season for him. And then Jason Zucker getting goal number 18 on the season. And that puts the Penguins ahead after 40 with his first goal of the night. Marcus Pedersen on the assist, number 18 for Marcus Pedersen on the season. And Jeff Carter getting assist, number 14 on the season. To the third period we go. And this is where the smoke really came. Number Give it up for number 91, Steven Stamkos grabbing goal. Number 27 on the season for him, Nikita Kuzharev. Assists number 64. Nikita Kuzharov, assist number 64 on the season for him. And guess what? The goaltender is going to get an assist here, Andre Vasilevsky. He gets assist number two on the season. For him. And once again, it's on the power play. And after a Penguins 3-2 lead is cut short by Steven Stamkos tying it up on the power play. Drew O'Connor grabbing gold number 
five of the season. Putting the Penguins ahead yet again, four to three. Chris Letang notching assist number 21 on the year at 6.59 in the third period. Steven Stamkos goal in the third period came 30, 38 seconds in. And then six minutes and 59 seconds later, Drew O'Connor puts the puts the pens back in front. Pens are up four to three. And Josh Archibald grabbing assist number five on the season on the season on that on that goal. Braden points goal in the second period was at 9.39. 6.31, Jeff Petrie's second goal, 6.06, his first goal of the night. Jason Zucker's first goal was at 15.06 in the second period. And then bang, Victor Hedman, 15.50. In the third period, and he forces overtime with goal number six of the season. That's Victor Hedman notching goal number six on the season. Alongside Steven Stamkos getting assists. Number 37 on the season. And Braden Point grabbing assist number 34 on the season. We need overtime. And with just basically just only two minutes and 13 seconds played in overtime. Ricard Raquel getting assist number 21 on this goal. Of And this is his 21st assist of the season. Marcus Pedersen getting the pass from Ricard Raquel. He notches assist number 19. And speaking of number 19, Jason Zucker scores again. His second goal of the night and his eight, his 19th goal of the season puts the Penguins to put this game on ice in overtime as the Pens would win it five to four, the final, and sweep this season series with the Bolts. The three stars are coming up, but as we always do after the scoring summary, we want to give you the penalty summary. Because, yes, although the Penguins might have taken quite a bit too many penalties, 
they killed off three of two that were that, that they were scored on. They took five penalties. And two of them they did not kill off. Let's get into it, but before we do. Who were our linesmen and referees? Well, they were Kyle Kyle Riemann and Furman South. Apologies if I get any name wrong, pronunciation. Andrew Smith. Andrew Smith and Derek Nansen were your linesmen. Your referees, as I mentioned already, Kyle Reithman Apologies, Kyle, if I pronounced the last name wrong. And Furman South. Okay, I may not have pronounced the referees correctly, but regardless, we'll get you that attendance later in this show. Pens and the Bolts final in overtime, 5-4 the final, and the Bolts lose again to the Penguins. Didn't they just lose on Sunday? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But you had to think that this show would be about the Bolts not allowing the Penguins to go out and go put on a clinic like they did on Sunday. Where, as I mentioned earlier on in this opening segment, they they just straight up put five goals in the back of the net in the second period to cap off a six-goal second period. in the span of four minutes and 27 seconds. Not the case tonight, but the Pens get the win. And guess what? And I'm going to get to the penalty summary in just a second, but guess what, Penguins fans? Because the Pens have won yet again, you receive Tomorrow, or whenever you're listening to this podcast, it might be over by the time you listen to this podcast, but you receive 10-piece chicken McNuggets at your local McDonald's in Pittsburgh, because when the Pens win at home or on the road, every time they win, you receive 
10-piece Chicken McNuggets, a free offer right on your phone. So if you're in Pittsburgh, enjoy. I am recording this show from Mississauga, Ontario in Canada. So I wish I had that opportunity, but enjoy it. With that all being said, Jake Gensel doesn't score, so no half-off Jake shakes. And the Penguins don't score in the first couple of minutes of the second period, but they do score at the six-minute mark twice. I'll read you the time again. And again, it's Jeff Petrie getting the goals. So they came at 6.06 in the second. And then 6.31 in the second as well. All righty. So a game cannot be complete without some penalties. What were the penalties tonight? Well, Nick Herbix was called for hooking against Jeff Carter at 727 into the first period. That would be the Penguins' first power play that the penalty kill for the Tampa Bay Lightning would kill off before they kill off their second penalty to Brandon Hagel for tripping against Pierre Oliver Joseph at 14:21 in the third in the first period the penguins take a penalty in the second period Marcus Pedersen going for interference against Corey Perry. He would go at 9-10 in the second period. The Tampa Bay Lightning would take a penalty at 12-43. Too many men on the ice. It would be served by Corey Perry. And then at 18.34, and a few seconds later, 18.38, Chris Letang is getting called for delay of game puck over the glass. And Jeff Petrie would follow at 18.38 in the second period. 1838 in the second period, Jeff Petrie would follow with another delay of game puck over the glass penalty. That wraps up the second period penalty summary. Penguins take two in the third, two. They took three in the second, but they took they take two in the third. The first penalty to Tampa Bay, as they took two, 
in the third period, just like they took two in the first period. The first penalty is at one minute and 29 seconds. Alex Kilhorn. Alex Killorn going for high sticking against Jan Ruda. At a minute and 29 seconds. Seven minutes and 59 seconds in, Gino Machino as Genini Malkin goes for hooking against Braden Point. Brian Rusk would go at 10.04 for hooking against Nikita Kujarov. And then at 13.19, Pat Maroon would round up our penalty summary and the penalties per period with a tripping call against Evgeny Malkin. Penguins would sweep the series with a 6-2 victory back in October in 2022 before we hit the new year. And then the Penguins just this past Sunday, February 26, defeated the defeated the Lightning again, seven to three this time. Again in Pittsburgh. So yes, the first two meetings were in Pittsburgh, and in their only, and in the Penguins' only trip to Tampa Bay. They come out of Tampa Bay with a 5-4 win. A 5-4 win in overtime. Tonight, on Thursday, March 2nd, 2023. Well, the Bolts and the Penguins will get ready to do it again next season. But how will it all run down? Well, we'll have to see. But right now, that is game number 61 of 82 for the Penguins. And that is our opening segment of this show. But we're not done yet. We're not done yet. We've got the three stars and the game stats. Game stats we will save for the middle segment. But right now, we are going to take a quick drop and bring you the three stars of tonight's hockey game.
the attendance is coming up. We'll reveal that to you for both games because I I don't know if I I don't know if when we did it with Nashville I gave you the attendance, but we'll give you the attendance for both of those games just in case I did not do that. We'll start with the Tampa Bay game as we go to the final segment. And we will also give you the status of the attendance at the arena where the Penguins were just a night ago, just the other night ago on Tuesday night. The one thing I can tell you for certain, it was not PPG Paints Arena in Pittsburgh, PA. All right. Attendances for Predators and Penguins from Tuesday and attendance for tonight coming up in the final segment. But as we bring you the second segment of this show, it's time for the quick drop. And you know what I'm going to do after that drop. I've already mentioned it, but just in case, I'm going to tell you that it is the three stars. It's time for the three stars of tonight's contest. Once again, back to the Sports for Beginners studio with your host, Scott McGregor. That's me. Time for the three stars of tonight's contest. But before we get to that, the GWG, I believe, is going to be Jason Zucker. We'll check that out. But before we do, and that I will check out courtesy of sportsnet.ca. I'm not going to be using it as a shared screen, but that's okay. The winning goaltender is number 35, Tristan Jari. Win number 18, make that 19 on the season for him. Maybe it's 18. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I was going to say make it 19 with seven losses for him. Still five losses overtime. Andre Vasilevsky gets his second overtime loss of this season. And his record is 28, 15, and 2. This could actually be his third overtime loss. We'll see how things stack up after we've done this show. But that's the record I have for you, courtesy of the score. You can download the app wherever you're able to download it on the App Store or the Google Play Store. And with that all being said, time now for the three stars of tonight's contest. They are your third star. Your third star of this game. First, we are starting with your third star. So your third star with a total ice time of 28 minutes and 28 seconds. So 
28 minutes and 28 seconds, 28 minutes and 28 seconds, your first third star, I should say, is Braden Point. That's number 21. So Braden Point, number 21 of the Tampa Bay Lightning, one goal, one assist, minus mm-hmm. one, no penalty minutes for Braden Point. And no penalty minutes for Jeff Carter, number 77 of the Pittsburgh Penguins. His total ice time as he is your second star. Star, your second star. Again, it is Jeff Carter. Two assists, no goals for Jeff, plus two, no penalty minutes. And number 16, sorry, number 26 of the Pittsburgh Penguins, Jeff Petrie. is your first star with two goals, no assist, two penalty minutes, plus two, and a totalized time of 25 minutes and 43 seconds. So your three stars again, your first star is number 26 of the Pittsburgh Penguins, Jeff Petrie. Your second star from the Pittsburgh Penguins, number 77, Jeff Carter. And your third star from the Tampa Bay Lightning, number 21, Braden Point. Those are your three stars of this hockey game. In the middle segment, we bring you the shake of the game. More information on why we are transitioning over to on the ice and behind the benches after this show has concluded. And the big, and the big news, well, it'll be time for the shake of the game. That's next with Game Pucks of the Game. And before we say goodbye for the opening segment, a quick check-in on the scores in the NHL today. On the eve before the trade deadline. Earlier tonight, the New York Rangers fell 5-3 to the Ottawa Senators. The Nashville Predators, who fell to the Pittsburgh Penguins on Tuesday night in overtime. I'll just make sure I have that correctly here. Nope, they didn't. Sorry, in regulation, three to one, they fell to the Penguins. Well, they fall. They sorry, they beat 
the Florida Panthers in sunrise, two to one. The Boston Bruins put on a clinic and defeat the Buffalo Sabres seven to one in regulation. Another final in overtime of five to four, and that is the Kraken defeating the Red Wings. Five to four in overtime in Detroit. So the Seattle Kraken come to Detroit and defeat the Red Wings. Five, four in overtime. The Penguins come to Tampa for the first and only time. They will make a trip to Tampa this season. And defeat the Bolts. Five to four in overtime. To sweep the season series. As we speak, the, yes, as we speak, with 5.14 to go, the Blackhawks trail the Stars 3-2. to two. But that game could go to overtime? Or... It could wind up 3-2 or 4-2. We'll see what happens in the final five minutes. The Maple Leafs got crushed last night, but they're in a tight one through 40. Tied at One goal apiece. I'll check that out on NHL just to see if the game has continued. Nope, they're in they're in intermission right now. Speaking of get being tied at one goal apiece, the Wild are tied with the Canucks at one apiece in Vancouver. We have no score in the first period between the Canadians and the Kings. They just got started. They have 13 minutes to go in the first. The Wild and the Canucks are headed for the first intermission. And the other ongoing game right now is the Sharks and the Blues. The Sharks leading the Blues right now in the first period. Two zip with goals from Alexandra Barbanov. Alexander Barbanov, I should say. And Logan Couturier.
All right. Game stats, the shake of the game, and game pucks. Coming up when we continue on Penguins post game. We'll be right back with you in just a little bit. Pens win it. 5-4 in overtime. And we're back after this short break. Are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out All Over the Map with me, Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit http colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com Looking for sports content on the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Bills, and the Argos, as well as the Blue Jays and the Raptors during the NBA basketball season, the NFL, CFL football season, the blue, the baseball season in MLB, and the hockey season in the NHL, then you've come to the right place. Check out Sports for Beginners, the podcast, with me, Scott McGregor, where we talk about everything and anything in the world of sports media and around the teams, the Pittsburgh Penguins during hockey season, the Buffalo Bills and Toronto Argonauts during football season, the Toronto Blue Jays during baseball season, and the Raptors of Toronto, the Toronto Raptors, during basketball season. We've got you covered every week but if you've got any questions or feedback, please send us an email at sportsforbeginnerspodcast8231 at gmail.com. Check us out on Facebook at https colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash sportsforbeginnerspodcast87. And to learn more about upcoming episodes and when they drop, please visit https colon slash slash sports for beginners number zero dot wordpress dot com once again that is https colon slash slash sports for beginners number zero dot wordpress dot com catch you later fans Back now with you for the shake of the game, the game stats of this 5-4 win for the Penguins in overtime. And as mentioned earlier, there are games underway. We're going to stick 
to the Pittsburgh Penguins right now and the Tampa Bay Lightning. It's time now for one more quick drop. We've got game pucks of the game coming up this segment as well. And we've got attendances to get to. We're going to get to that in about a minute or so. But first, I will halt myself for the moment as we bring you our quick drop because it's time for the shake of the game. The shake of the game is inspired by number 59 of your Pittsburgh Penguins, Jake Gensel and his milkshake factory ad. Remember, Pittsburgh Penguins fans, Whenever Jake scores, despite the outcome of the hockey game, you receive half off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory at your local Pittsburgh Penguins Milkshake Factory dealers the day after the game. Just mention this offer at checkout and keep your eyes on the puck during every Penguins game because when Jake scores next day, you receive half off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory. Now, back to the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. That's me. It's time for the shake of the game. But first, who did not play tonight? For the Penguins, they did not play Ryan Paling. They did not play Chad Ruido. And not playing tonight for the Bolts. Hayden Flurry. Zach Bjorgensen. Apologies if I pronounced the last name wrong in advance and Michael Isamont Isamonte did not play for the Lightning tonight the shake of the game as you heard is inspired by okay hold on there my captions might have said the thing different this is the shake of the game not the other word i said it is the shake of the game shake of the game and immediately following this we will have once again the attendance from tuesday night's matchup between the Penguins, and the Predators. And in the final segment of this show, we will bring you the attendance of tonight's contest. So, for the Penguins and the Preds, just in case I did not give this to you, I'll give you the attendance. And 
the Preds game went down in front of seventeen thousand four hundred and thirty-three fans in attendance. Sorry, four thousand thirty-five. So seventeen thousand. 435 fans in attendance was the attendance at the Nashville game in the Music City in Smashville where the J where the Penguins excuse me defeated the Nashville Predators on Tuesday by a final score of 3 to 1 This final score is 5 to 4 in favor of the Penguins, and the attendance for it is coming up. But time now to bring you the shake of the game. And tonight's recipient for the Penguins, the only recipient, because one member of each team is going to get a recipient of the shake of the game. So. Tonight, the recipient of the shake of the game for the Penguins is, it's going to be Jeff Petrie, two goals, plus two, no assists, four shots on goal for Jeff Petrie. He looked like he was trying to put this puck in the net. He looked like he was just saying, give me the puck. He did take two penalty minutes, as mentioned earlier. But boy, boy, did he have hits. Boy, did this man have hits. Five hits, count them, five hits for Jeff Petrie. Had two block. He had two blocks in this game. Yes, two blocks in this game for Jeff Petrie. Twenty-five minutes and forty-three seconds was his total ice time. Did not give the puck away, and he did not take it away. Going to get to game stats in just a moment to figure out how many times the puck was taken away and how many times it was given away. But right now, for the Penguins, sorry, for the Lightning, the recipient of the shake of the game tonight. You know, you gave up five goals, but you still made 27 saves on. 32 shots that you face. So the shake of the game recipient for the Lightning tonight is going to go to their goaltender, Andre Vasilevsky. With a save percentage of 8.44 and 62 minutes played. There you go. There is the shake of the game. All righty. 
Going to get to the game pucks in a moment, but first. What were the what were the stats here? Well, let's start with the Tampa Bay Lightning. They will finish the night with 30 31 shots on goal. 31 hits. 33 faceoffs won. They connected on two of their five opportunities on the power play. They spent 10 minutes in the penalty box. Gave the puck away seven times. And they took the puck away from Pittsburgh eight times. They blocked 12 of Pittsburgh's shots. And how many total were they? Well, I mentioned it earlier with my shake of the game recipient being the goaltender, Andre Vaspoleski. Apologies if I'm not saying the name correctly. But anyways, the Penguins finish tonight and get their fourth straight win with a 32 shots total on goal, 28 hits, just like the Lightning, they had 33 wins in the face-off circle. Unlike the Lightning, they did not connect on either of their five power play chances. Just like the Lightning, they gave they spent they spent 10 minutes in the penalty box. They gave the puck away to Tampa Bay nine times. And they gave, sorry, they took it away just about the same times Tampa Bay took it away. Eight times. So pretty pretty evenly matched, but they only blocked nine shots of Tampa Bay's 31 shots on goal. So once again, for the Penguins, they finished the night with 32 shots on goal, 28 hits, 33 face-offs, 10 minutes in the penalty box, nine giveaways, eight takeaways, nine block shots, and again, they did not connect on either of their power play opportunities. They had five power play opportunities, and they did not connect. The Lightning again, 31 shots on goal, 31 hits, 33 face-off wins, 10 minutes spent in the penalty box, 
seven giveaways, 12 block shots, eight takeaways, and they were two for five on the power play, connecting on two of their five power play chances. Penguins 0 for 5 tonight. They were 0 for 5 tonight. Not connecting on any of their power play opportunities. And again, both teams had five opportunities on the power play. The Lightning connected on two. The Penguins did not connect on either. That's the game stats. And it's time now for the game pucks of the game. So before we get to that, Jason Zucker is indeed your GWG recipient. He gets the game winning goal. And the record right now, as I previously mentioned, it is exactly as I said, according to Sportsnet, Jari is now 19, 7, and 5. And Andre Vas- Vaspoleski is 28, 15, and 3. So again, the records for the goaltenders for Tristan Jari, 19, 7, and 5. Andre Vasileski, 28, 15, and 3. And it's time now for the game pucks of the game. One team or one member from each team will receive a game puck of the game for this segment. And the recipient for the Tampa Bay Lightning, we're going to start with the Lightning this time around. It's going to go to Brandon Hagel. Zero goals, zero assists, zero plus minus, three shots on goal. Three shots on goal for Brandon Hagel. Two penalty minutes for Hagel. One hit. One block. 18 minutes and 59 seconds. Total ice time. Zero giveaways and one takeaway by Brandon Hagel. He is your... Tampa Bay Lightning recipient of a game puck of the game tonight. For the Pittsburgh Penguins, during the shake of the game, I gave credit to Andre Vasileski. But I'm going to give credit now to Tristan Jari, the goaltender for the Pittsburgh Penguins. He made 27 stops on 31 shots and made a save percentage of 871 tonight 
playing 62 minutes and scoring, only just giving up four goals tonight. Vasilevsky gave up five, and he faced one more shot than Tristan did. But again, Tristan Jari, your game ball, your game puck, excuse me, recipient of the Pittsburgh Penguins tonight. When we come back after 30 seconds, we will wrap this up with tonight's attendance and look ahead to some of the action that you will be hearing from Sports for Beginners, but on, on the ice and behind the benches. Except for those reaction shows that I will do when the Penguins play late games, including, a, including two that we're going to talk about when we come back in 30 seconds. So look ahead. Plus, one final check-in on the action on the ice is next. As we come back in 30 seconds, but before we come back in 30 seconds, as we take this break, Kale Jarnock just scored for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And that is his 13th goal of the season. And the Leafs now hold, in the third period, a 2-1 lead over the Flames. So that's Toronto Maple Leafs 2, Calgary Flames with 1. Calgary led this game after one period, one zip. But the game was tied in the second period at one apiece. And now the Maple Leafs have the lead in the third period as they play. And we have a score in LA. We're going to check on that when we return in 30 seconds. Penguins postgame continues right after this. After a hard day's work, sometimes you just want to relax and watch some television. But the show you want to watch isn't on TV anymore. Well, now you can relive your favorite television episodes again and again, such as the Dukes of Hazard. In fact, if you act now, you can get the complete first season of Bo and Luke Duke's adventures as they fight the system of Hazard County. So act now, because this deal won't last long, and once they're gone, they're gone. You are listening now to Penguins Post Game on the Sports for Beginners podcast. It is Penguins Post Recap. Sorry, Penguins Post Game. Because we're doing it right after this game has gone final. And guess what? It's time for the look ahead. 
which means it's almost time for us to sign off. So what's coming up for, let's start with the lightning. What's coming up for the lightning now that they don't play Pittsburgh until next season? Unless they won't play Pittsburgh next season. We won't know that until we get down the road. Well, they got a Saturday affair with the Buffalo Sabres at 12.30 p.m. Eastern on Saturday. And they will then play the Carolina Hurricanes at 3 o'clock on Sunday. That's 3 p.m. Eastern Sunday. So that's part of a back-to-back road trip. And in between off days, they will play the Philadelphia Flyers on Tuesday next week at 7 p.m. The Vegas Golden Knights next Thursday at 7 p.m. That's the Vegas Golden Knights. And then they will play the Chicago Blackhawks on next Saturday night in Tampa Bay as part of another back-to-back wrapping up another four-game homestand for the Tampa Bay Lightning, their final four-game homestand of the season. With a battle on Sunday against the Winnipeg Jets, puck drop, as mentioned, is at 7 p.m. Back-to-back, they go with New Jersey on the following Tuesdays and the following Thursdays after Philly and Vegas next week. And they will play the Devils in between off days in New Jersey at 7 p.m. are the puck drops. They will play New Jersey once again at home on Sunday, part of a back-to-back, when the Montreal Canadiens come to town on Saturday. Both puck drops are at 7 p.m. as well. And we'll wrap up as we've gone pretty much almost through the remainder of their entire March schedule. We'll wrap up with saying that the Montreal Canadiens welcome the Tampa Bay Lightning into Montreal for one final battle on March 21st at 7 p.m. Not a lot of road games and home games for the Tampa Bay Lightning left. And I would ass- and I would think that the same goes for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Let's go 
check in what the final couple of games are for your Pittsburgh Penguins. But first of all, this is game number 61 for the Pittsburgh Penguins. So with that being said, 61 games down, 21 to go, I do believe. Let me just do the math here quickly as we get ready to bring you that look ahead for the Penguins. So this is an 82-game season. And when you do that, yep, 21 games left in the season. 61 down, 21 to go. And most of that remainder will be on On the Ice and Behind the Benches, the podcast, hosted by my co-host, Thomas McGregor. But I will host all of the Penguins content coming soon. That does not include our reactions, which will be rebroadcasted on On the Ice and Behind the Benches. But you can hear them right here on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. With that being said, let's not waste any more time and get to the final couple of games till Colorado and Dallas upcoming. So before we can even get there, the Penguins will have two nights off after they play Saturday night against the Florida Panthers. I will have the post-game show for you broadcasted on On the Ice and Behind the Benches. And then rebroadcast it on this podcast. The post-game show will follow after the 6 p.m. puck drop in Sunrise Bay, where the Penguins will be on Saturday. They then come home for a five-game homestand with games against the Columbus Blue Jackets at 7 on Tuesday night next week. The New York Islanders at 7 p.m. on Thursday night next week. And then next Saturday, the Battle of Pennsylvania returns to Pittsburgh for the final time this season. Excuse me. It will it excuse me. It will return once again April the 2nd to Pittsburgh for a 6 p.m. puck drop April 2nd. So pens and flyers are not done yet. But that is part of their homestand for the five-game homestand 
That is game number three. And game number four, a team that the Penguins will see back-to-back with off days in between. It is the New York Rangers. And it's meeting number two of four. The Penguins won that last game back in December before Christmas. Three to two. In Pittsburgh. And we'll see if they can win in Pittsburgh on Sunday, March 12th. Let me see if that is indeed correct. Yep, March 12th. The Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern. That's where it goes down at the Berg. At the Berg. And then the Berg will be the site of Penguins and Canadians. Is this the final time that they will meet? Let's find out. Yes, it is indeed the final time that the Montreal Canadiens will meet the Pittsburgh Penguins. Montreal has two games in hand in the season series, both wins in overtime back in October, three to two in Montreal, and five four in Montreal back in November. Those were October seventeenth and November seven and November twelfth. And now they're doing battle at the end of the five-game homestand for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Puck drops at 7 p.m. Eastern in the Berg before the Penguins head to the Big Apple for two against the New York Rangers. The game will drop the puck on Thursday at 7 p.m. And then Saturday night, they drop the puck at 8 p.m. And the final game that we're going to get to before we wrap up with the back-to-back Wednesday and Thursday night is Ottawa and The Penguins doing battle for the final time this season. The Penguins tied the series in January on the 20th. After falling in the first game one night ago as part of a home-and-home series. Because January the 19th was the off day that they had before they did it all again in the Berg 
on on January 20th. Now we're in March and on March 20th, they fight the Sens once again. So it's the Sens and the Pens, March 20th in the Berg for the final time this season. The Penguins will then have a back-to-back before being home for one final time before they wrap up their March schedule with a battle against the Nashville Predators. That puck drops at 7 p.m. Before the 8 o'clock puck drop against the Washington Capitals, they have back-to-back games, 8 o'clock in Denver. 8 p.m. is puck drop, I should say, in Denver against Nathan McKinnon and the Colorado Avalanche. And then the Dallas Stars the next night in Dallas. Puck drops at 9 p.m. Eastern. Well, there we have it. There are the remaining games in March. And I've pretty much gone pretty much over them all. But I did forget to mention the Detroit Red Wings at 7 p.m. That's okay. Now that I've mentioned it now, I'm not going to go any further because I've already pretty much gone through the entire final moments of of March for the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Red Hot Bruins will play the Penguins, but we'll talk about that when we next bring you a show. And this show will be broadcasted on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast. But a lot of the things that we're going to be doing right now on this podcast, we're going to be taking a bit of a break from content just to ease up and recharge. So if we don't bring you Panthers and Pens, We will try to bring you a few more games that the Penguins played this season. Florida and Pittsburgh is game number 62 of the season for the Penguins. And I would think that it's the same for Florida. That Saturday night in sunrise, you can see the game on sports uh let me just check that there i'm not i don't think this game will be on tv well well if you're in pittsburgh it might be on uh at&t sportsnet or fenway sports group who bought by the way the penguins you can see some articles on their partnership 
I'm not going to get into any of them on this show. But anyways, Penn's in Florida. You can hear it on 105.9 X. Free game will start at 5 o'clock, and the puck drops at, 7 p- at, 5, at 6 p.m. So 5 p.m. is pregame with Paul Staggerwald and Kobe Armstrong or whoever co-hosts with Paul on that day. Josh and Phil have the call for you at 6 p.m. Brian Metzer's with you at intermission. And then Brian and Paul have you following the game for post-game on the X at 105.9. If you're in for more hockey content on the Penguins, that is on the X, I highly recommend you check out if you listen to podcasts because you can't check out the show when they air. I highly recommend you check out Penguins podcast, wherever you get your podcast, which will have all of the radio network shows that feature the Penguins radio network, including Penguins Live Weekly, the GM show, and the Highmark Coaches show. Rather known, as I'll say here, the coaches show where Josh gets off, sits down with head coach Mike Sullivan, Brian Burke, and so many others. You can also find on that podcast feed the shift. But if you love listening, watching it on YouTube, then head over to Pittsburgh Penguins YouTube channel and catch every episode of The Shift. That does it for us. I have been your host, Scott McGregor. It's been a great night for the Penguins, a great couple of nights for the Penguins. We are going to get out of here. And send you off to the next recording of our show. That will be our trade deadline show coming your way tomorrow on Friday. Immediately following this show when it launches. And please check out all the other content that we have coming for you, including our recap of the Preds and Pens coming your way tomorrow morning before we bring you Raptors Post Recap, Cavaliers and Raptors Edition, the edition that was going to drop before our double dip of Blue Jays game recap between the Blue Jays, the Tigers, 
and of course the Phillies. That will be followed by Yes, that will be followed by Blue Jays and Orioles. Game recap. The Blue Jays tied in their game today. 2-2 two to two the final. Against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Earlier this afternoon. And. Also. Immediately following Orioles and Blue Jays, it will be the recap of Bulls and Raptors, hosted by Thomas McGregor, who is the host of Raptors Game Recap, Raptors Post Recap, whatever you want to call it. But with that being all said, it's time for us to get a breather, get a good night's rest. So with that being said, you've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. And I am your host, Scott McGregor, saying that it is not goodbye. It is until next time. And until then, Penguins fans, we will talk to you after the next Pens game. So long for now. Let me know, and this will be in our Q&A as well as it is for the Preds and Penguins post-recap edition. So it'll be in our Q&A for this one as well. Let me know. Penguins fans, do the Penguins Make it to the playoffs by game number 82 of the season. Or are they cut short come April 13th when they play the Columbus Blue Jackets for the final time this season? Again, that's April 13th. April 13th, 2023, that is game number 82, and that is in Columbus, Ohio. So let me know. I want to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening. I am Scott McGregor, signing off. For Penguins Post Game and the Sports for Beginners podcast. We'll talk to you when we get a chance, whether it's on this podcast or on On the Ice and Behind the Benches. Whatever the case may be, you've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins hockey. And I am your host, Scott McGregor. It is not goodbye. It is until next time.
We'll catch you on the other side. Enjoy Penguins in Florida. That comes your way Saturday night. Enjoy your 10-piece Chicken McNuggets tomorrow at your local Pittsburgh Penguins McDonald's. I know I will enjoy some time off if we don't bring that show to you. Eighty-two games, my goodness, and we're through sixty-two. I should say we're through sixty-one. Oh boy, it's the Penguins and the. Panthers, Saturday at 6 p.m. in Sunrise. I will enjoy some time off if we don't bring that to you. And some Penguins hockey. So enjoy that show. As they play game number 62, Saturday night. But... We're 63, we're 61 games in, and we've got 21 to go. After game number 62, the Penguins will only have 20 games left in the season. So, how will they look, and will they make the playoffs? Will they be playing in April during the playoffs? I want to hear from you. I'm Scott McGregor signing off for Penguins Post Game and Sports for Beginners, the podcast. Have a great night, everybody. for tuning in to Sports for Beginners, the podcast with your host, Scott McGregor, for the post-game show slash pre-game show, which always comes before the post-game show. Now remember, fans, follow us on Facebook at our Facebook page, https colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash sports for beginners podcast Send a message to anchor.fm slash scott-mcgregor-sports and follow Scott at scottmcgregor3 on Twitter. Let us know what you think about the show. A rating and a review would be nice. But thank you once again for joining us on this podcast for the post-game show. And remember, before the puck drops, before they kick off, before they tip off, before they throw the first pitch, we bring to you the pregame show on Sports for Beginners, the podcast.